This episode of Down to Business is brought to you by TF Moran, a leading land planning and engineering firm with offices in both Bedford and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Hi, everybody. This is Jeff Feingold, editor of New Hampshire Business Review with our Down to Business podcast for October 14th, 2021. Uh, This week, we have a very, very, very special guest, our friend of mine, personal friend, but also my former boss for many years, the publisher, former publisher of New Hampshire Business Review and our sister publications, New Hampshire Magazine, New Hampshire Home, and the uh, the whole deal. Uh, Sharon McCarthy, who is now the president or executive director? What is it? It's executive director or president of Girls Inc.? CEO. CEO. Yeah, there you go. Close. I'm both. CEO of <laughs> Girls Inc. A, a, a wonderful organization, by the way. Uh, Sharon is going to be one of the guests, one of the panelists on our upcoming Powered by Women, at our upcoming Powered by Women event at Manchester Country Club on October 28th. And I, I invited Sharon on to just talk a little bit about this because Sharon actually is what I will call the founding mother of Powered by Women. She was there at the beginning when we first had our first event. And she actually was one of her, it was among her ideas for, for events. And I would, I just wanted to talk to her a little bit about it and because she's a panelist, maybe she'll give us an idea of what she's going to speak about. But Sharon, first of all, welcome to the podcast. I'm thrilled you're here. Uh, it, could you just maybe just give people an idea of what ha- how do we start with a Powered by Women idea? What, what, what went by, what's behind it? What was the thought behind starting up this uh, event? Well, to me, a couple things happened. And first of all, thank you for having me. It's kind of fun to be on this call with you today. And um, I remember... You know, after several years of doing the Outstanding Woman in Business, we were talking about, you know, what a unbelievable group of women this is over the years. You know, you, we ended up with, you know, 20 or 30 women that were just, you know, on top of their game and paving the way in New Hampshire and just doing what they do so well and, um, you know, wanting to do more with that group of women. And I went to a conference in New Orleans and I remember, um, there was a business publication piece of it. And somebody was talking about um, this, um, you know, powered, it wasn't called powered by woman, but it was powered by female or something. And I, it just grabbed me as like, that's what we should do with this and, and allow these women to tell their stories because they don't really get to do that at Outstanding Women in Business. It's more they're receiving an award and we read all about them. But I was curious about their, you know, how they got to where they were and, you know, and all of their um, struggles along the way or not. And, you know, just what their story was. So I remember coming back and we had a we had a meeting about events and I threw that out there and everybody really gravitated towards the idea. And we called some former winners from Outstanding Women in Business and they quickly agreed to be on the panel and um, I just remember that event just being this aha moment of this is what people want to hear, especially young career women, you know, they that are going through their own, you know, trials and tribulations and hearing from other women how they've made their way uh, was just really interesting and very motivating. Yeah, you know, I have to say, I remember, first of all, 
I remember after the first one or two uh, Standing Women in Business, which is now several years into it now, we talked about how the women afterwards would just congregate together or like they'd be like a cohort. <laughs> so right. we ended up having several dozen winners and, and we and they and many of them would come many of the previous winners would come to the new Outstanding Women and they would it was like a network was being formed. Yes, so I remember being so happy to have them all in the room and we would recognize everyone and yeah, you're right. It was there was something you know, there already happening. Yeah, a sisterhood, I guess we could say. Absolutely. But um, the thing was that I, I remember uh, at the events, the first event, I believe, I remember there was Mary Jo Brown, Sandy Cleary, I think. Yes. And, and, and others. And, and, I, and I remember the, the interaction. But one of the things I really remember about this event was the first one we, we, had, we had marketed it the way we market all our events. And the cool thing was that there were a lot of young women in the audience. Right. And I, and I think that that was something that it's like they were looking for something. I mean, did, is, how, how, what was your response when you saw that, when you, when you saw those young women there? And they're still showing up at the event. It was, to me, as you know, someone putting on the event, it was like, all right, we, we hit a sweet spot here. And this is invaluable information. And they're, you know, local, these people can be local mentors to some of these young women, um, especially if their careers align with someone else's career path. And, um, you know, if, if it wasn't, in fact, this year, you know, the, if it wasn't at eight o'clock in the morning, I'd love to bring my daughter, my 16 year old daughter to this, just to, just to hear the stories because a lot of the panelists went into, you know, sort of how they grew up and what they were like and, and you know, how they got into their career. Um, you know, sometimes it was a natural thing. Sometimes it was just, you know, trying things on for size and seeing what what stuck. And um, but I definitely remember there being some young woman there who asked amazing questions, and there was just such a pure curiosity that um, from all ages, but especially from young career women, it just felt like we just hit something. We hit this little gold mine of something that Business Review could uniquely offer. Yeah, I, and I, I was really, I, I was so thrilled with it because, you know, it was something that was a long-term goal of ours was to expand our readership because when we first started this, we, you know, we found out our readership was about 70% male and, you know, the yes. goal was to really reach out to to other readers and and I, and I think that, that by having that, the same women and this other event, but also just the coverage we're, we're, we're working on, we work on, and I think it really succeeded that, that day. It's, it hit home that we said, "Oh, you know, I think we really actually have a readership that's diverse." And I, and I remember, actually, I remember when Mary Jo was speaking that day. She pointed out, she said, "This is a great event. It's a wonderful event." But next year, I hope. She said, "Next year, I want more men here because there were three of us, three men in nice. the audience." Yeah, I think what, that's up to. It's got to be at least a couple dozen yeah. now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think men, in, in fairness, I think, you know, today, you know, men are, they they want to expand their thinking and, yes. to, and, and there's so much to learn from successful female executives or male executives. But I, I think more men are interested in the career path of women that, that work with or for them. And um, I, I like seeing that as well. And it's funny, I, when I think back to those first couple events, 
what I remember most is like the, just the very, the personal stuff, the real life stuff. Like you mentioned, Mary Jo Brown, she's always been true to her creative side and, and, you know, found her voice very early on and has continued to do that. And yeah, that was my takeaway from her. She's genuine. She, she is, you know, she's always been that way and she's made a career out of it. That's really cool. And I, I remember hearing some other stories like, uh, and then I remember these things more than I remember like the business parts of it is like their life, what they've gone through in their life. Um, like silly things. Like uh, I remember uh, Susan Ryan, who's a very tall yeah. woman. I remember her talking about how her height was almost a barrier in her career that she actually worked for a guy that made her sit down every time she came into his office. And I have a six, three daughter. So I just like those yeah. little things. I kind of, those were my takeaways or um the woman from uh, BAE Kim Catarat yes Kim I remember her talking about you know it's just an all boys world that she was in in engineering and you know how she just had this like inner strength to just not be paying attention to that but being paying attention to her job and and you know forging her way and I thought you know she was another remarkable one and it's the store, the vulnerabilities that some of these women were discussing. Um, you know, that I remember one woman who's an attorney, her, her husband, um, he committed suicide and she had two children and she shared that with the group. And it was incredibly powerful that she powered through that. And it remains yeah. a super successful, happy, grounded person. So it was, yeah. Me, it's like that stuff is as important as what they've done, you know, in their business careers. It, it just folded into this really enriching experience. Yeah, I think I think that's the connection that the audience is is looking for, uh, because you know, and I don't think I'm saying anything that's not people haven't said before, but you don't hear that when when it's men giving advice. Uh, uh, you know, men at an event like that, they're, they're not as easily as readily uh, ready to, to share personal things but women are right. and i think that that's much more of a connection with people and you also like you're just saying you remember that totally. you remember yes these, you might not remember you know something to do with your business plan the advice you're getting you know and yeah, I, I, I find remember, that really, really interesting yes like um amanda Graponi osmer remember that she yes. was talking about her like dealing with um some severe depression after the death of her brother and um and how you know she kept it together and and sort of revolutionized how the how cars are sold you know during that time and you just think of how the strength that some of these women have mustered up to get through things um you know while they're balancing a family and and in many cases running a business or running a department and um it's powerful information. I think it really helps other people in the audience just sit there and go, okay, it's not just me. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's, it, especially having gone through the pandemic, how many women had kids at home while they were working from home and getting through those challenges. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if we'll hear any of that on the 28th, but my hat is off to, you know, people who made it through that time, especially with younger kids. And uh, everyone's got a story, you know. There's a there's a 
there's a reason why everybody's where they are and doing what they are. And to, to hear that and to have, you know, some of the details revealed is like, I don't, you're getting this inside look at people and it, it, I think it helps individuals sort of get through what might be their own struggle right now. It's very true. Yeah. Hey, and also, break for, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. so we have to take a break for a second. I'll be right back. For more than 53 years, TF Moran has been a leading land planning and engineering firm. With offices in both Bedford and Portsmouth, their professional service areas include civil, structural, and traffic engineering, land surveying, landscape architecture, environmental, shoreland, and wetland permitting, stormwater monitoring, as well as other construction support services. TF Moran utilizes the latest technology, putting their expertise to work to deliver high-quality, cost-effective, and low-impact solutions to best serve their clients. They are proud to be involved in some of New Hampshire's largest development projects, such as the SNHU Milliard Parking Garage in downtown Manchester, Woodmont Commons in Londonderry, and Whole Foods and the Market and Main Development in Bedford. At TF Moran, they are deeply committed to the communities in which they live and work. They are honored to have received the New Hampshire 200 Award and the Business Excellence Award from New Hampshire Business Review. And they are proud to have been voted the best of business in the engineering category for the last nine years in a row. Please visit them at tfmoran.com to view their project portfolio and learn more about the company. Okay, so you were saying, I'm talking, about, well, I'm talking to Sharon McCarthy of Girls Inc. about our power, about New Hampshire Business Review's Power by Women event, and I interrupted you for a, for a crass commercial break, but yeah, I know no, you that's appreciate not, that, though, Sharon. I just <laughs> think that um, with a lot of the panelists and a lot of the very successful women that we've talked to at this event and otherwise, it's not always the straight line of success. Yeah. You know, several, several women, you know, even switched careers or like took a risk or, you know, I remember Sandy Clary was one of them. Remember she, her motivation to like make her company, you know, supersized was she was working out of her mother's basement and the toaster caught on fire yeah. and she was like, okay, that's it. I'm, and then she ended up, you know, building this like crazy successful cruise business and, you know, is yeah. now an angel investor and, and she's a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah, that's how she started. Was as a, that's it's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> so to to get the scoop on these people, I, I maybe I have a I mean a, an addiction to journalism and finding out the the story. But to me, this event does that in this very human way that is uh, meaningful to everyone sitting there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I just want to I. I, because I, you know, I want to just mention that the event is October 28th. It's eight o'clock in the morning at uh, the uh, Bedford, Bed, uh, no, Manchester Country Club in Bedford. Starts at eight. Uh, the moderator of the event is going to be Tiffany Eddy, who I think is probably familiar to most of our audience, former Channel Nine anchor, and now she's a. Uh, not only is she a communications uh, consultant, but she's also the founder of her own company, S3, that. Uh, I know that we're going to have her on at some point to talk about it, but one, what I wanted to say though was that one of one of the reasons her business has been started and it's becoming pretty successful, it's, it's, it's coming up with some, with uh, like a cosmetic line for for women, 
is because of a connection. As the moderator, she met Sandy Cleary and talked about her idea. This is years ago. And Sandy was like, was instrumental in helping uh, Tiffany, you know, get go forward with her idea. And I also want to say the other, the other panelists are Dr. Larissa Ruiz Baya, who's the president of Lakes Region Community College. Got Sharon, Jerry and Bogus of, of the executive director of the Black Heritage Trail of New Hampshire. Connie Roy Shizowski, who is the from Northeast Delta Dental Human Resources Guru. And Lisa Carter, who is the founder of Drinkwater Marketing and, and Productions. And these women are all have very different life experiences and they're all gonna be sharing them with her, their talk. And Sharon, not to put you on the spot too much, but do you could you share with us a little bit about what you think you'll be uh, or what you know you'll be talking about? <laughs> No, we can go with what I think I'll be talking about because it's a work in progress. And uh, and I, it's funny, this conversation has me hearkening back to the most you know, effective ways of delivering a story. And I have to be honest, it's, you know, to talk about yourself for 10 minutes is not something I, I've done much of. Um, so this is kind of a learning experience for me, but I wanna talk about, you know, less like a what my resume is and more about you know what my takeaways from each experience has been and you know just sort of you know how i got on the track i got on and um and my my theme is is perseverance and um you know the publishing business which is where i spent most of my time requires a lot of perseverance because <laughs> sometimes uh, what you think is going to work doesn't work and um you know being able to just keep getting back at it to to make something work the way you need to make it work, um, you know, both in work life and in personal life is, is um, I think a good message to share. So that's gonna be my theme. And um, what I, I hope to do is just do a look back and what my takeaways were from my experience so far. And, um, you know, like even, even taking this position that I'm in now, which is coming up on two years at Girls Inc. Um, and, you know, just how much I loved being at McLean and still, you know, adore everybody there and will always keep in touch. This, you know, making this change was uh, was part of that and in a personal way. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that as well. Like sometimes change can be really good and you don't yeah. lose anything. You, you gain a lot and you find out a lot about yourself. And I, I'm constantly realizing how much I still have to learn, <laughs> you know, about <laughs> so many aspects of, um, of being a working woman. And uh, I just want to share that. If it helps, you know, a handful of people in the audience, then, you know, mission accomplished. Yeah, I, I have a, you know, now that you mentioned that, I, since I have you here, I'd like to talk to you for a little bit about just how it's been at Girls Inc., you know, the, the transition from the for-profit world to nonprofit and, you know, just different mission that you have now in your life and your organization. So, if you know what 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 is what has that trans that transition been like? You know, the it, it, it's more the same than it is different, Jeff. To be honest with you, the big difference is that my audience is this amazing group of girls that I can make a difference in their life. What I do can make a difference in their life, like hundreds of girls, and mm. that's that feels so different than you know than making sure a company's bottom line is met. You know what I mean? I still have a bottom line. I still have a budget. I still have all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, the money I raise or the ideas I have or how well our staff works together, um, it results in helping 
young woman. And that is so incredibly rewarding to me. And, you know, if you have one of those days, I'll go to one, one of our centers in Manchester and Nashua and just, you know, just hang out with girls for a little bit. And it's, it fills my tank, you know, it's, it's amazing. And I, I see the difference that Girls Inc. makes in their lives and their family. We're like part of their family. Like most of the parents are single parents, not all, but the large majority. And, um, you know, most of them are, are lower income and we play a huge role in life working for everybody. And that feels really good mm. too. Yeah. It's, uh, but, but as far as like, you know, running the organization, I, there's not a huge, there's really not a huge difference. I feel, you know, as responsible for everything, I still need to like, tap into the creative side and the business side and the management side. Um, so in that way, it's more the same than different. It's, it's sort of the end result and who it's benefiting. That is like the extra, I don't know, just gives me, puts me in overdrive, you know, that we're doing yeah, this. I mean, it's basically, I get the sense that like it's just kind of recharging to just kind of change your focus a little bit and do a different, Definitely. Like a, give you a perspective on, on work and, and your whole life, your whole career. When you, yeah. When you and to, you know, I have, as you know, I have two daughters, um, 16 and 12 and wow, I love them. 16 already? I know. Crazy. Yeah. She's a, she's a sophomore. And um, I know Jeff knows that I, <laughs> it took a long time for me to, to have these two, but they're, I feel like I won the lottery every day with these two girls. Um, and you did. You did. Have, just loving, I just love being a parent. I can't even express that, how much. Um, having them see what I'm doing and being part of it, you know, whether it's volunteering with me or doing something on the weekend at one of the centers or just coming in and meeting the girls or hearing some of the stories I share with them, which, you know, are sometimes not pretty and, and sometimes very motivating. It just feels like part of the whole. This 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 path for me feels meant to be, not to sound corny, but it, it feels like me being in this role at this time is the right thing for me. And I'm 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 really glad I, I made the move as much as I miss you guys. It's it's very fulfilling. Yeah, because we miss you too. But I, I, I'm, I have to say, I, I don't want to sound like an old, an old fart, but I, I'm really proud of you yeah. for doing. Thank you. I mean, I think that's really was a big leap, and the work you're doing, and I think those girls who you're, you're working for are uh, really lucky because, you know, it's, it's a really special organization, and you know, deserves to be supported. Everybody, just to let you know that, and uh, you know, I'm really happy for that. Yeah, anyway. thank you. It, yeah, you just keep, I, I guess my takeaway, you know, being almost two years in is you just keep learning too. There's so much more to learn. Like, you you know, and in, in, in this role, like I said, everything comes into play. But, you know, like, for example, I spent uh, two hours in a session on DEI yesterday. And mm. um, I feel like I have so much to learn there. And it feels really good to be filling the brain with some new, some new intel. Exactly. Exactly. That's really fantastic. Anyway, that was Sharon McCarthy, who's the CEO of Girls Inc. I got that one down that time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and she's going to be one of our panelists at our Power by Women event on October 28th at Manchester Country Club. Uh, if you want information, there's information at nhbr.com under our events menu. And uh, it's 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 going to be a really wonderful event. And 
you know, people just actually, you know, just sharing their personal experiences, what, what they've learned, and people in the audience can take away a lot of stuff, as we know this, we know this for a fact, actually, that this happens. Uh, anyway, Sharon, I want to thank you so much for being on, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person at the event, which is going to be an in-person event, and uh, with, with proper precautions, I should say, because don't, don't want to scare anybody away. But uh, thank you so much for being on, 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 thank you so much for being on the podcast, but also for being a panelist. I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys It's my, my absolute pleasure. And, you know, for anybody listening, if you look at the time and go, oh, it's eight o'clock, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's so worth your time, I promise. It's uh, when you walk out the door, you'll, you'll be, everyone that goes to this event, I, I always used to stand near the door when people walked out and everyone was glad they went. You know, it's just, it's a very unique experience. So I look forward to seeing everyone there. And Jeff, I, I'm really appreciative of you, of you having me on here today. And I'll see you on the 28th. Great. All the best. Uh, be well, everybody.